Uh, yo, 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 it's the game time. Uh, I guess we're saying game time bro show now, even though I don't want to change the website or any of the images on said website. I'm Keith. I'm Trevor. I'm Steve. Also news to me on changing the name. Nice. <laughs> I don't like change. Who is who's instigating this change? It's not me. We'll be the bros, your bros, for the evening. I also need a new intro for the podcast. Whoa, you know, wait. But this is a lot of change coming at me real fast. No more uh, Morris Day? Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean the music. I mean the way I introduce it. Oh, it's just become, I see. It's become old hat, you know? It's time to freshen this bad boy up, but... I'll take, uh, if anyone has good ideas, uh, email us at uh, GameTimeBro at GameTimeBro.com. And any any bad ideas, uh, tweet at BStevePhoto. Okay. Anyways, right. Keith, have you have you been playing any games? I feel like with Dab- you, it's like, it's like I've been dabbling on, and dabbling on a mobile game, and that's about it. I carpeted my stairs this past weekend. Nice. That's a real world game. That's, that's a, like a, that's, that's like a, me, it's like an in person game. That's like a bad. Let game. me tell you, don't do it. It fucking sucks. And paying someone to carpet shit is not that expensive. And then the money I saved on doing it myself, I immediately spent on two suits uh, today because I am going to another funeral on Saturday. <laughs> This is is how you lose Steve right from the get-go. So another funeral, and uh, this time black was essentially required. They told me that black was required. So, What did you wear on the last funeral? Were you coming in white? Uh, A navy blue jacket with some tan pants. Um, (laughs) So you wore yacht club attire. To a funeral. Well, I hate to admit this, Trevor, but I put on a couple pounds during COVID, and those are two things that were a dry cleaned and b they fit. So, so you went, you went, you went swinging in Brooks Brothers. You know, it really sells I knew the, the grief. family. I knew the family, so they. Yeah, may, let may me I ask fly. who? May I ask who? Uh, who's well, oh, well? The first one we know it was. We know it was Danielle's side. Who's yeah? Whose side is it this time? Uh, college friend's dad passed away. So oh, that's sad. Not pretty sad. Um, you know, he he. I I'm not, I wasn't aware he was in failing health, but uh, definitely too young. So no, that's too bad. But you're gonna Got some you're black gonna, you, for him. <laughs> you're bringing yep. up the black. I guess you figured that yeah. this time, if you did wear the 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 yacht club attire, maybe wouldn't go well. Unless, of course, like I don't know, maybe you'd have a wake, uh, like at a yacht club. People might do that. So, uh, I need to invest in a nice suit, though. Like I was going there because TV trash can wedding 
the, his groomsmen attires from men's warehouse and this funeral is on Saturday. So I was like, all right, I just got to kill two birds with one stone. Oh, too soon. Um, and <laughs> so I got two suits. Um, and I was like, all right, look, I, I got a funeral on Saturday. I need you to do these ta- to tailor this as soon as possible. And what we ended up settling on is just tailoring the pants and they did it in like 10 minutes. So what I have is a suit jacket that doesn't quite fit right because it's off the rack. And I got some pants that are the right length, but they definitely are giving me a little room to breathe uh, in my waist. So I think what I'm going to do is go to this funeral and then immediately take it to a tailor I trust and then get a suit that actually, you know, fits me versus so, looking I'll like be, a Halloween costume. D- definitely, definitely get the suit tailor, but I've got your solve in the meantime. All you got to do is you just got to take that jacket off and just kind of throw it over your shoulder with one, one right. finger hooking it up. You just walk around with, right. it with that over your, over your shoulder the whole time. And it just totally looks yeah. part of the ensemble. No, no well, one's the wiser. it definitely says, I'm sorry for your loss. You know. What's up? <laughs> it says you're confident and grieving. You know, that will be your presence at the wedding. You just, you just have the uh, yeah. coat over your shoulder and just scream, what's up? Hello, Stan. Hey, guys. Stan? Stan? Oh, hi, Beep. Beep wants to say hi. Hey, too. you got one guess. What are we talking about? Um, death and taxes. Uh, funerals. Ooh. Yes, we are talking funerals. Um, and we were talking taxes I, prior to the start of recording. So right. weirdly on point. Right. I, I, I am going I, to a funeral on Saturday, Steve. You're you're an addict, Keith. No, seriously, I hope everyone's okay who who is yeah. well prepared for. Um I, I think we mentioned this before, but uh, Metroid Prime finally beat it. It's off, it's wow. done. Wow. Um, that that is a bit of a white whale that that I finally like. After it's one of those games, you know, several times starting, finally done with. Um, we already talked about it a lot last time we were chatting. Um, and I don't need you to like rehash everything. Final takeaway: liked it, didn't love it. I feel like I would have loved it more had I played it. You know, actually gotten through it on you know GameCube or whatever. But I still think it would be an amazing game to totally remake and bring back for the Switch. So fingers crossed that that is a possibility in the future. Um, and then uh, since then, over the weekend, picked up Pokemon Snap. Uh, sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> Pokemon Snap, what am I doing? The, the N64? No, new, new Pokemon Snap. Oh, I picked God. up that. Is, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, the, that's Nintendo's thing, like new Super Mario Brothers, the new the- can I uh, take a shot at renaming it? Oh, by all means. I think there's plenty of room. What do you got? All right. Uh, go to someone else. Some <laughs> you time to this. Oh, can I take a shot at naming it? <laughs> oh, I thought you had something. Yeah. I'll pass you, you the rock. In the all right. Pokemon Snap Double Exposure. There you go. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. I like that. I mean, like, I, I figured you could even just do, like, you know, even low hanging fruit of like Picto Pokemon or something. It just seemed weird, or just Keith's was better. Keith's was way better. It, it is. I, I didn't say mine was better. I'm just saying that there was a lot of like camera terminology you could probably like futz around with to find a title. 
um, that didn't need to be new Pokemon Snap, which is just feels so you know uninspired. But I get it; it's like a marketing decision or something. I got one. I got, um, one. I got one. I got one. I got one. <laughs> Pokemon Snap Two. Ooh. Ooh. Beep like that. Beep like that one. Love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Cats is on. it T-O-O Pokemon Snap? Yeah, Ooh. that Can one. Mute I, I got, I got, I got no beep love off that. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah, he, that was a mad one. <laughs> that was okay. Just a level set, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I'm playing it, but it's something that Stevie and Stan we all picked up this weekend. We are all jamming on it, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Yeah, I can certainly give my takes. And, and my ultimate takeaway is just like, and, I, and I've actually, I beat it last night. And it's, my ultimate takeaway is just like, is that right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of what the N64 was. It, 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 I mean, it's more so. I did enjoy it. Um, I love the idea that you can take something that is a first-person um, shooter mechanic, but we're not using it for violence. We're having a lot of fun with it. Just taking photos of Pokemon and re playing levels to find new ways to take photographs. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe my ultimate problem is just like, I, I just, I don't think Pokemon do it for me in any way, shape or form. I love Pokemon when it came back out, like when it was first incepted and released on the game boy and I would play it, you know, middle school at lunch um, on my uh, game boy pocket uh, playing the blue version you know, you would trade Pokemon to try to evolve them and everyone was jamming on that. That was great. Um, and then when Gold came out, I think I just petered off halfway through it. Then didn't touch anything until Sword and Shield came out. Played that, got halfway through. I'm like, this is just me hitting A over. I, there is no challenge. There is really nothing for me to engage with. And I think that just carries over into this. I just... I sometimes some of these Pokemon just feel uninspired and it just, I don't know. I don't connect with the franchise and it is something that I had a lot of fun with as a kid, but for whatever reason, it does nothing for me right now. So (laughs) there are just too many Pokemon. Yeah. Unless, unless you are like in it, like if you've been engaged in the franchise for it's for its inception, there are like this specifically Pokemon Snap. This version, it's like I'm sure for you guys who haven't really played a lot of Pokemon, you're just like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> and there's some that I recognize from my brief stint with Pokemon Go. Like, yeah, I know that I've seen them before, but yeah, I I couldn't tell what's an evolved form of another necessarily. Like right. in one of the early levels, there's like a big uh, mama duck looking thing and a bunch of baby ducks following it around, and I would have to guess that those ducklets become that um is it swanee uh Swana? you are correct swanna swanee or swanna swanna yeah in the old one i knew that like there's a charm uh charmander a charmeleon running in a circle around a a lava pit and if you doink him with an apple and knock him into the lava he pops out as a charizard and that's like one of the best picks you can get in the game and it's that's awesome true. and like you know that as a back when there were only 150 pokemon and, and right. you know something as memorable as that it's like oh this makes perfect sense now there's like there's three different levels sometimes four different levels and when i say level i mean like increased um availability of pokemon like the more you play certain stages i'll use that name instead of levels you use different stages and you level up those stages 
and then new Pokemon are available or the same Pokemon are more abundant in those stages. It's very... Or like different animations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a game that makes you... I'm actually impressed with the replay factor so far, at least on the stages, the stage replay factor. I don't think I'll ever like reset my file and start this game over again. But it's been... It's been... Uh, curious for me to see uh, just different Pokemon I, I don't understand pop up in new places and I'm like does this connect is this should I know that this pile of sticks yields the uh, Golgaborf or whatever it, like you know Gol- Golgaborf is, is a solid Pokemon oh yeah I mean, he, he's so cool everyone loves Golgaborf, everyone loves Golgaborf. <laughs> that's just how I think it would sound it, yeah, yeah I, it's evolved form Gigaborf <laughs> I, I'm having fun with it. I didn't mean to like make this my whole take on the game here, but like I'm I'm having fun with it. Um, but you know, the old Pokemon Snap for me was definitely a game that like y- you had around or someone else had around, and uh, you went to a friend's house or a friend came to your house. Oh, let me have a run at this, and it's a two minute uh, level or stage or whatever, and snap a bunch of pictures. Oh, look at this awesome! Wow, I can't believe you you timed that one perfectly, and uh, suddenly you have a better photo of like. A graveler or whatever than you used to and hey thanks friend and it's like a, a collection almost of of everyone's best photos at the end of the day and yeah. the, i've been playing this um with marissa a fair amount like the first video game she's played in ages with me and you know she's getting her bearings back under her she's throwing fruit a lot when she means to <laughs> take a photo yep um Ironically, I am not inverting the y-axis here, but she is. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> new, new for Stan. New for Stan. We, we have to change the control scheme every time we play. Yeah. But I mean, all this is to say, like, it's I'm getting that added feature out of it by kind of letting her play, or it, cynically, you could say making her play some of these levels and helping mm-hmm. level up the stages. Um, you know, because it is a lot of grunt work at first just to unlock things and get things opened up. It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. And we're, we're watching each other play. It's not like, oh yeah, do this while I uh, check my phone or anything, but it's, yeah. you know, uh, that's the appeal of the game to me. And I wonder down the line, will I revisit this game a year from now, two years from now, four years from now, either with my kids or with like my sister comes over and just wants to say, oh, I never, you have the new Pokemon. I never played that. Let me see what that is, you know, and, and tries out something new and just enjoys a, a serene, journey through a foggy mountain with a bunch of deer that she has no idea what they are just like i don't i mean it's i don't know it's i i I think this is a game to be revisited uh through the years just like the old one was not necessarily a game to binge all at once and beat and then shrug and go well was that fulfilling or not hey that was my move um the one thing i will say about the the old game like the old game, it came out in a time where like going to Blockbuster on a Friday and picking up some entertainment for the weekend, you know, was still a thing in our lives. So right. it worked out perfectly to go like pick this up. And this is like a perfect weekend game because you can bang it out really fast and kind of, I feel like explore all that there is to explore. I mean, sure. Maybe you'll, you'll pick it up in a year's time when, when your kids are kind of poking their nose and, and video games and maybe, you know, turn out to be big Pokemon fans. Um, but I mean, like for me, I, I can't, I don't know if I'm going to touch it more than like, you know, two more times, maybe just to, to dabble in getting some other stuff. But now that I've, I've gotten all the 
Illumina, Illumina Pokemon, whatever they're. They made, I, they so, made that up for this. They made that. Up oh, they this. okay. That is, yeah. I was going to be like, how many mythical Pokemon? You know, that's, ex- that's exist wait, in this wait, world. So what, this what didn't they make up? Yeah, some of the birds have um, realistic flight mechanics. Like they don't just float away without flapping their wings. But <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, so just like real evolution. Sometimes you'll have a tiny little woodpecker bird that turns into a bigger woodpecker bird and then evolves into a toucan. Look at the typically evolved. Still Pikachu's around while there's Raichu's around. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. There's no Raichu in my family tree. I I think there's a larger problem here. I think we have a Pokemon problem. Okay. And Pokemon has relied so heavily on their brand, much like the WWE. And also like the WWE, the po- Pokemon haven't made new stars in like 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, no one gives a shit about this new Pokemon, right? Like, bring back Charizard. Bring back Bulbasaur. Like, that's all I care about, you know? Like, bring back the veterans like the WWE does. I don't care if it's a 60-year-old Shawn Michaels. I want to take a picture of him, you know what I mean? Right. And you know that Pikachu is in here, and in here multiple times, like, in multiple levels. Yeah, they make sure to, like, feature, I think, both Pikachu and Eevee to some extent as as the two frontrunner favorites. Um, and then we've got definitely there, Bulbasaur's there, Charmander's there. All the old hits are there. They know what yeah. they're doing. With and this. two of I didn't see that. I, I can't list all the. Was it? Um, we got the Leaf Monkey. We got the Fire Bunny. Um, but the Water Gecko. I did not see him Gobble. so far. He must be in there. But I. Trevor's it, talking it, about the new the new uh, starters. Yeah, these are the three starters started. for Sword and Shield that you get to choose okay. from. So they're your new, they're your new Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and, and Charizard. Or uh, every generation uh, needs a new trio. Yep. And so new- the only the only thing that they're doing that's sort well that is definitely new, um, but still has some older Gen Pokemon and not the original fifty one fifty one like you were mentioning, Keith is that they're doing what seemingly is an open-world Breath of the Wild-like Pokemon game called Arceus. Where oh. are you? And it's, like, set in, like, feudal Japan, and you, like, go out and instead of, like, catching your Pokemon like you would in any other game, either po- even Pokemon Go, which I know is a little different, or Pokemon where you, like, do it in a battle, it's, like, real time where you're, like, throwing a Pokeball at it and trying to catch it. And there's not a lot of info on it, but there was a video that came out a little while ago um, talking about it and showing some of the footage. And like, it looked, the footage itself looked rough because it's clearly not polished. And I've sort of, for me personally, outside of obviously having a bias towards Pokemon, uh, a lot of the COVID stuff, like I'm kind of given a pass on some of this, the, a lot of the, the industry right now, just because every industry was busted up by COVID um so it didn't look great aesthetically like it looked like even worse than nintendo graphics or like nintendo frame rate would in general but it did it was it's called pokemon arceus if you wanted to check it out it it looks the idea and the premise is cool and it's kind of something people have been asking for which is like the pokemon mmo rpg kind of thing um but it looks it looks pretty dope 
Yeah, I would definitely revisit the, not that revisiting, I, I mean, I've, I've recently started subscribing to it again, getting Sword. And you know what, maybe I'll go back in and beat Sword to its completion, but. Um, so, I mean, Sword, you were just, you're spot on that. So, I mean, I loved Sword because there were, you were able to bring so many Pokemon in to the game. And so I did a lot of that and the expansions were pretty fun. Um, even though I didn't beat one fully yet, which is on me, but the base game. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't beat it fully beep. Thank you for interrupting. That's your problem. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my real life Pokemon. <laughs> um, but it was, it was very easy. The difficult level is very easy, but that's mostly what it's like in most Pokemon games. Well, that's what I was going to say. Pokemon like, games. I don't know. Is, is, is like, is Mew still a thing? Is that still something that like is a magical creature that like anyone gives a shit about? I guess that's like, yeah. And does every Pokemon go to a different, like, so what, what's the, what, what is the first, like, um, uh, blue and red? What are they, what's your location? It's like the Kanto region Uh, or something. Kanto. Yeah. Okay. And then, and so does, and then, yeah. So, okay. So one has a new area. I think, I think one of them, you have a chance. Well, Johto, you have a chance to go back to Kanto, uh, in like the, the third iteration of the, you know, red, blue, yellow kind of thing. I think you can go back. That's a long time ago, though. But most of them have a new area that you explore. And they've certainly, at least recently, they've tried to change the formula a little bit, at least environmentally. Like, the two latest Pokemon, like, full full Pokemon games were, like, set in Hawaii and now set in, like, England. And, like, the little a little more recognizable and not just like this this random map that I, I mean I think all of them are based on some area of the world but, yeah, but they're trying to make it they're trying to make it more just like parts of Japan right yeah right they're trying to make it more palatable yeah. um or like understandable or relatable and even like the world building and stuff like the the Alolan is what it was called is the one that's based in Hawaii they did yeah that's what I was saying yeah Right. Way back when. Yeah. Lola Bunny. Right. Exactly. Lola Bunny. Um, that that one is has a lot of you know that culture added into it and what you'd expect from what you or what you think of Hawaiian culture. Say what you want about like appropriation and all that, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, with England, it was like lots of like foggy landscapes and like the people that were were speaking in like a, a British dialect, and even though there was no audio tracking, but like the text was was very much in like an English slang kind of thing. So they're trying to build their worlds a little more uh, seemingly. So the Japanese are appropriating the British now? I guess so. Isn't oh, that weird? Time. Isn't that kind of weird to say? <laughs> I can't track And it. that's not okay? Including, I don't know. I didn't say you, that. Of my old Pokemon cards. Have you guys seen this? Have you heard about this? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, Pokemon so Pokemon card. cards, or you said just like trading cards in general for many different franchises are just, for some reason, the collectible trading card game is just taken off? Some millennials got filthy rich. I don't know how many. Uh, and apparently they're willing to shell out thousands of dollars for old Pokemon cards. I, not, even, not even Pokemon. As Trevor just said, like the trading card, like I, I have this kid at work who like buys packs of baseball cards and doesn't open them and then sells them off for like 60 bucks. He's like, it's like a thing. There's like an app and everything. 
oh, there's, I feel like that hustle of just like churning over collectible items. Um, I have a coworker um, who goes to Comic-Con every year, at least, you know, when Comic-Con was happening in San Diego. Um, And he goes with his son and they'll go to, they they pre-register to make sure they can go to the Funko Pop booth. And they'll go in, in the Funko Pop booth like there's usually like a couple items that are you can only get there and then in, in you know maybe some others that you can grab um but you know they're only like what how much they are like 20 bucks a, a, a pop or something like that um but, the, but the, they will the idea is once they leave like immediately after they step out of the booth there are all these collectors that didn't get to go like to register to go into the booth standing outside that they will immediately sell something they bought for $20 for $200. And they'll be able to unload like three of them or something like that. And they're like, boom, our hotel room has just been paid for the weekend. Just, yeah. It's like 80% of the American economy at this point, I think. It's just (laughs) upselling goods and services with no inherent value. Yeah, non-fungible tokens, right? Well, I wonder if this is why there's a trading card and collectible boom right now is because... NFTs started to surge and enough people said, what the fuck? There's not even physically something here. At least with an old shitty baseball card, you own a thing. And yeah. like light bulbs went off over people's heads and they were all like, let's buy baseball cards for $100,000 again. It's the NBA, uh, you know what? I'm blaming NBA Top Shots. I'm doing it. Yeah. Or <laughs> even, their fault. even just Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Not even that. My Doge coin has been going up too. I just all this crap that's not real <laughs> has real value. I don't get it, and I can't process it, and I don't want to think about it too hard, especially if it's weirdly making me money. So, but as Everything, long as it comes back, and my Beanie Babies are fucking worth something one day, or those will worth, always be. <laughs> everything is worth what its purchaser will pay for it. It's that simple. And mm-hmm. no one knows what number that is until a transaction is made, and then everyone goes ape shit. So, but I definitely have Pokemon cards sitting around my parents' house. I, I will, I will, I will suss those out. Oh, same. Oh, very much same. If they're worth even, if I could get even a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks for those, which I, I like, I would break even, and I would thank ten-year-old me, even though after inflation, that's not <laughs> wise investment. Yeah. Alicia's Alicia used to have a shiny Charizard, and her cousin stole it. Well, let me tell you what that's worth. Mint condition. All right, I. Yep. Oh, so I know. Ninety-four Charizard, six first edition base twelve shadowless. Uh, in. 10 condition that will set you back 21 million dollars <laughs> no it won't <laughs> <laughs> on ebay that's what it says i don't know all right there's I'm... one of them going for currently has a bit of 1300 dollars with five days left so who knows i don't know i mean that seems a little bit more appropriate but that's still like a good payout for um you know just a charizard card i'm seeing the, my big all, thing was i collected all this Twenty-four thousand. Which is like mm-hmm. one 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 thousandth of the price Keith cited. So who knows <laughs> what the hell these are worth? I I collected Star Wars trading cards. That was my bag in elementary school. Um, and they only came out with like Premiere, New Hope, Cloud City, Dagobah, and that might have been it. And then it just went away. And but I collected a lot of those. I have the whole Premiere set, the whole new hope set and i'm just been waiting for the day that that will be worth something i'm a terrified 
that that will never be worth anything. That no one gives a shit about the Star Wars trading card game. Hey, may the fourth be with you. Uh, I think. You oh, I think you should sell them today. That, that I forgot about that. Well, if those, I will definitely take a look. And um, I, I, I have no problem. Year from those today. I have a um, a WWF trivia game where individual cards are worth like fifty dollars each, except they're all bent, so they're worth nothing. But yeah, it's crazy. It, it's fifty bucks for stupid shit from a trivia game. The markdown that happens after mint condition goes to very good condition. It's like why do I? I don't understand how you touch something and it's still in mint condition. Like, how do you remove it from the pack and get it into the sleeve? Do you use tweezers? I, whatever. There's, oh, there. I'm sure that there is a whole process that, like, underworld of trading cards. That's like real shady and weird. <laughs> oh, but someone. If one of us could like break into bullshit. that world, just like the dark, the dark world of collectible toys and trading card games. Guys, I know I took us off track from uh, Pokemon Snap, but I'm going to do it again and, and do it in a different direction. Um, this is where I need to come clean to you guys and say that I've been, I've been really embracing uh, hitting middle age. Oh, no. I, are, I, we, are we hitting middle age? When, when do we hit middle age? We're halfway there. We've been over this. Whoa. It really depends on when you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. If there's an early right. age, a middle age, and a late age, I mean, we're at least one third of the way there. Come on. I'm going to live <laughs> forever. Yeah. All right. My new hobby is birding, guys. It's like, oh, it's yeah. It's real. It's real. This isn't, you like, this like, is not a hipster move. And there's no reticle on my eyeballs telling me, like, there's a Pidgey over there. But with my own two eyes, I look and I say, that's the something lurking in the grass. And I look and inevitably it's a robin because the robins are the Pidgeys of New England bird watching. I swear, they're fucking everywhere. I hate them. They fly into trees and I'm like, that's something new. Nope, it's a robin. Fuck you, robin. Do you have have a bird app? Uh, I've got the the Cornell Labs Merlin app. I recommend Uh, it. Alicia has the same app. I told her about your birding. Uh, your start of your birding, and she's like, "Oh yeah, let's get, let's do it, let's get into let's it." Let's bird. Like, she's, she's been into it for a bit. I, oh, yeah. I've been doing I it know. for a month. What? All right, I, I got a soft for you. Go to a fucking zoo. Get them all done. Oh, yeah, that's inhumane, right? Trevor. That's yeah, inhumane. Download cheat codes and beat Pokemon Snap. Sure. Yeah. Pay yeah. for a digital file on Pokemon Go. What? Like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> go <to the> zoo. <laughs> Don't go to zoos, Trevor. They're bad for the animals. Zoo counts towards your life list. My goodness. There are 29 birds on my life list, which I started fairly recently. Nice. What, what's, what's, okay, all right, if you're into this, what's the top bird? What's the bird that if you saw, like... White that, cardinal. A, a, a what? A night cardinal? A white cardinal. A white, white cardinal. So I don't have that, nor do I know if it exists, but I do have the northern cardinal. He's in my Pokedex. Oh, the cardinal is a good one. There's a lot of cardinals in my yard. It's a pretty abundant bird. Um, once you learn what they sound like, you can really identify them anywhere. It's kind of cool. I'm just on Google. I'm like top birds. (laughs) My favorite bird, (laughs) my favorite abundant bird this time of year, especially in new England is the black cap. Can I guess? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. The number one is a blue Jay. Everyone likes the blue Jay. Well, the blue Jay sounds disgusting. I've learned. It's like, ah, 
<laughs> but, but it is a pretty looking bird. Chicken. And this is a blue jay, not a scrub jay. Yeah, there's a gray jay as well, which ironically is also known as a Canada jay, but I know huh. Toronto blue jays. I mean, yep. come on. What are we doing? They should have called they should have been called the gray jays. But the, the black capped chickadee has just the sweetest little sound. It goes twee twee. It's just two notes. It's not oh, it's, it's that's him? Right. Yeah. I recognize that. You heard it. You've heard it in the spring. Yep. And, and then every now and again, two of them will go back and forth in slightly different cadences. And you'll hear from one end of your yard, twee, twee. And then the other, twee, 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 twee. And it's, it's just, it's very pleasant. That is very pleasant. It's just so weird because you're, you're, you're saying this is like embracing middle age. Maybe it's embracing the dad side of you. I, I, growing up, my father fucking hated birds. Hated them. Oh, sure. Every time, every time we get home, you know, we had that pond in our backyard and usually a herring would, would chill out at the pond and he hated that herring. So it'd always be hilarious. We'd pull up and then my dad would just like barely throw the car in park and jump out and start running down to the pond, just going (laughs) and just trying to scare off this herring that like didn't give a fuck about him. The bigger the bird, the more of an asshole. Like I, I totally get that. I've seen, I remember the herring though. That was cool. That was cool to have it back. It would, it'd be cool. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of, look at that. It's a, it's a big bird. And then he's trying to chuck rocks at it. My, my parents had a, uh, like right before I moved out or maybe after I moved out, I don't remember, um, put a little koi pond in their backyard. It's like a little water feature. And this heron came out of the woods and would just eat these, you know, koi fish that they spent probably like $40, $50 each on, maybe maybe far more than that. I don't know. Um, and and that heron sucked. And, you know, I've, I've seen hawks and hawks are cool when they're in the sky. But then have you ever seen a hawk just ripping apart a squirrel on your front lawn? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Two like, times now hawk. in two different apartments here in Chicago, I've like woken up to a hawk ripping open a, uh, a pigeon on my patio. Ooh, just like waking geez. up in the morning and it's just going to town through like the chest cavity of a pigeon. And then it just sees you. It kind of gives you like the bird stare equivalent of the finger. Mm-hmm. And then it just takes off after shitting all over your patio and yeah. leaving the carcass of a pigeon. Bird so on birds, bird. are a- birds are assholes. What, a- what about that turkey vulture? You got one of them, Steve? I don't. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you asked, Keith, because I thought I saw what could have been a turkey vulture far away in the sky. But you know, I'm an honest, lifeless guy. I only log when I can confirm. And you know, this looked like a turkey vulture. It kind of. I could convince myself it was, but I couldn't tell myself for sure that it wasn't a red-tailed hawk or any you, other hawk. Or, you're an honest burger. You know, and that's why uh, two months into this, my life list is at 29, 29 birds. Well, hey, I got, I got some news for you right oh. here in, in Waltham, Massachusetts. Now everyone, sorry, our three listeners know where I live, even though they oh. probably know where I live anyway. Got to move. Got to move. Um, there uh, and right down the road from me is Mount Feek Cemetery. And mm. it has been known to uh, have a bald eagle show up every so often. Holy smokes, I'm there this yeah. weekend. Fuck Mother's Also, Day. I did not log it, but I have seen a bald eagle, and it is fucking cool. Oh, that sounds I saw, awesome. I, I saw it on my road trip in Idaho at a ga- at a rest stop. It was really fucking cool. It was, I mean, we, we tried to get as close as we could. Not like, I mean, it was up in a tree. But, like, we 
got as close as we could to the base of the tree and kind of looked up at it. And like, it was just chilling. Got some cool pics of it. Didn't have the right lens. Didn't have the right lens for it, but, uh, but it was still cool. But I see people, I see people with the correct lens scoping out, uh, for the bald eagle all the time at Mount Feek. That's all right. I'm, I'm definitely, that's noted. And, uh, I'm there, Steve. Thanks for the. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and when you're when you when you're over there, let me know and let's do some birding. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. Oh. I'm in on this bird trend, man. Real life Pokemon. I'm in. It's fun until like remember how Pokemon Go got really lame when like all you would catch is Rattatas and Pidgeys. <laughs> yeah, that robins. is that is birding and and just finding robins fucking everywhere and yep. honestly chickadees and cardinals too. Much as I like both of those for their sounds. Yes. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's what I would think. I, I would, I would, I would imagine, unless you are running to different areas, like different regions, different habitats, you're really going to be coming across like the same five animals. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting time at the beach this summer when I piss off everyone I know by being on my phone, uh, just screaming about what was that? What color's the beach? Somebody <laughs> look while I look it up on my phone. No, did it have a ring around the? Beach? This is very important. Did it have a ring around Yo, the beach? What's your knock situation like? Your knocks. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry. Binoculars. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a rookie. Come on, you're a birder. You're oh, yeah. a birder and you don't even know what a knock is. You don't even got yourself any knocks? This might be why I have 29 pieces. <laughs> you got to get them sweet knocks, dude. Now, my birthday is coming, and Ooh. I think Fritz is very happy that I have a hobby that isn't drinking. So, <laughs> might get some knocks. Dude, get that good knock, son. Also, my, dad, my dad used to be a super birder, uh, and still sort of is. He has so many, so many fucking bird books. So, why, why birds over anything else? Like, why not, why not all of animals? Why am I not looking for foxes or, or a, or a beaver? I think because there's most- not nearly as many species of mammal, and also like right. half of them. If you saw them, uh, you would be like interfering with the, the life cycle or something. I don't know. You can just look into trees no. and, and see birds. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there, Stan. I think it's a, a mixture of like danger with some of the like bigger mammals, <laughs> uh, ruining habitat. Uh, if you like, you know, try yeah. to impede on it. Whereas like, they're so and, and but I think more importantly, I think you're right, Stan. I think it's like there are way more birds than there are types of squirrels yeah. in, in New England, uh, even. I think you could unofficially do like a New England mammal life list. And, okay, if you only count it to things that are bigger than like a guinea pig, like how many mammals are even in New England? Maybe a hundred various deer and bears and foxes and rabbits and shit. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'll look it up. Well, this will be fun. I have a homework assignment for the podcast. There you go. A video game. Yeah. <laughs> well, do we include humans? Because that sure, game yeah. I'll do some people watching. Now that's like, how are you differentiating? You know, like, are you like, oh, I saw a black person. You know, I saw an Indian person. Or is it just like, oh, I saw a person. And then you got it. I think, I think, it, I think person is, I think it should just be person because then you're getting into some mucky waters. Well, it's like, yeah, it, it's like how, you know, there are many different sizes and shapes of dogs, but they're all the same species. And I think people are the same way. I'm not positive on this. I haven't done race science in a while, but I think it's like, 
Like if you see a Neanderthal walking around, I think you'd log that as a separate um, category. So, I mean, we've certainly talked Pokemon, Snap, and Birds to death. Are there any other video games we can talk about, or are we just straight on to baths? Fuck it, let's talk baths. I'm ready to talk baths. No, let's wrap it up. I feel like I probably have the worst bath situation here in terms of, I mean, some of you guys have, have nice homes now that I'm sure have lovely lovely time i've never given i've never been given a tour of your intimate bedroom and bathroom situation so i don't know what, I what kind of a ask <laughs> well no one's ever offered you can't just come over after i haven't seen anyone in an eons and just be like so can i can i see your bedroom Yo, can i want to see the that bathtub i think yeah that's exactly I wanna... what you can do because then you can be like sorry i haven't talked to anyone in a year it's the perfect time to do it i think the only house i really know the ins and out of is sweeney's house I've only been there once. Yeah, it's my bath situation. My tub situation, I should say, is not great. I have, we have two and a half bathrooms here, which means we have two bathtubs, but the bathtubs are the shower tub uh, default stock Home Depot uh, combo deal where, you know, the tub is uh, significantly less long than I am and about as wide as I am, hate to say it. And, you know, I, I've tried to bathe a few times recently because the act of sitting down in hot water is just, it's a nice break from everything else. But I get weird muscle cramps and awkward, like, bone pain when I try to take a bath as an adult. And <laughs> just to move and get a jacuzzi. I don't know. That, that, that's what solidifies, I think, maybe hitting middle age. Bone pain. It's just, it's not... Muscle pain, it's not joint pain, it's really something's deep in your core bone pain. Um, yeah, would you go for just getting a jacuzzi? It, it, two of you guys have homes, and I figure like could pull the trigger on getting like a hot tub in your like outside of your home. You could be that house. Oh, different situation. Is Weber going to maintain install it? it? Uh, I mean, probably that's not. That's a big thing for me. I don't want to maintain it, you know. But you love projects. But I do have a large bathtub. All right, so, so I, you have I, you have a dope soaker. I'm jealous. It, I use it too much. I'm very bad to Mother Earth. I mean, I would rather you use it a lot than a little. I feel like so many people. Whenever I'm watching HGTV and you're seeing someone like you know, fighting against a really lean budget, but they got to have that tub. They got to have like no space, no money, but they got to have that tub. And I'm screaming at them. And I'm like, you're going to use it for the first month you move in. And then the thing's just going to be collecting dust and no one's going to be using the tub. But hearing you say like, I use my tub. That gives me hope. I like that. I'm confident I'm in the top 0.1% of the U.S. when it comes to tub usage. I so I this is a great topic to bring up because I uh, didn't take a bath, but I did soak. Alicia and I had a jacuzzi tub in our hotel hotel. It was the first time that I've just laid in a tub and and like, I mean, it was sort of I mean, it was jacuzzi tub. So it was kind of like just a hot tub, but it was it was just a tub. And it was like it was just like like soaking in there was great. 
Oh, it's so pleasant. It was so pleasant. And then you have to shower because baths are gross. Yeah, the color that the water turns just from me <laughs> doing in it is not... Not I, great. Yeah, not that's great. what's yeah. bad. Well, that's, that's why you need bath bombs because it's, it's really... It's not about getting you clean. Yeah. It's more about I got to like add food coloring to this water so I don't Our, see the shit that's coming off of me and so what I've been marinating in for the last half an hour. I, bath I, bombs I, are also really bath soothing, bombs. too. But they're they're like these white bath bombs that just cloud the water gray immediately. So <laughs> maybe I am less dirty than I think I am, but it looks so dirty. No, I mean, uh, I've seen the rainbow when it comes to uh, bath bombs. And <laughs> definitely the worst color is yellow. For sure. Oh, uh, it seems, yeah. Uh, seems like a poor choice. Yeah, I, I haven't experimented with the bath bombs, but I, I would be in. I'd be all in on if I if I did a, if I had a more accessible bathtub and I did it in my like stupid apartment, then I would I would try a bath bomb for sure. Now here's how I know I'm flirting with disaster. I will uh, I'll, I'll situate myself, lower myself into the tub. It, it takes some effort because I'm a big guy and this is a small tub. And then I'll just I'll make sure my hands are nice and dry, and I'll lean over and I'll go on my phone. I'll just sit in the bath and be on mm. my cell phone, and. You know, I don't think if I dropped it into the tub, I would die. I don't think that's how DC uh, currents really work within a, a cell phone. But, you know, I, I've seen the movies. I know what happens if you drop a toaster in the bath. Well, it's plugged into the wall. And don't toast. Yeah, you don't, you don't need toast. While don't you toast in bath. Mm-hmm. But I do need Twitter in the tub. Tweeting in the tub, yeah. For yeah I mean, baths are soothing, but they're not entertaining enough. So right. I need a phone or I need a headphone. Perfect. You know, you got to have a TV in your bathroom. <laughs> well, that's, well, know. that's what your phone is. That's, yeah, exactly. I've certainly watched. That's true. Definitely watched Captain America, the first Avenger in my bathtub last year. Damn. The entirety? You got through the whole movie? No, probably the first 45 minutes of it. Your okay. body must have been for, uh, so wrinkly. Oh, I was in the tub for two hours this weekend. Boy, I was pruning. Mm-hmm. Do you see? But what I'll do is I will start running the water, and I get impatient, and I just fucking sit in there, and it's like not full at all, and I'm all cold and shit. But I start the movie then, you know what I mean? So I'm not as pruning as you would think. Yo, the bathtub the bathtub is like an oven. You got to preheat it. Well, I'm not a man that likes to preheat an oven because I'm impatient. But a bathtub, you do need to preheat. Wait, are you putting shit in the oven while, while the oven's at like 100 degrees? Yeah. Oh, my God. How do you? Oh, it's going to. Just, I just throw shit in there. And I'm like, yeah, it'll cook. I'll just give it extra time. Oh. The extra time you're giving it, you could just wait for it to heat up. Yeah, yeah that's dumb. You're you're saving yourself at best like a couple minutes. Science. That's dumb. Uh, I don't got time for that. Is it just like a frozen something or other, or are you like cooking something from scratch? Cooking by feel. (laughs) This is frozen, and that it went in at 102 degrees. I'll give it an extra three minutes. No frozen shit. I don't. Frozen shit. Well, most of I don't really use a lot of frozen shit in the oven. If I if I do, it's that. Uh, it's those like bacon rise pizzas from like Market Basket, which is you're not supposed to preheat anyway. So like, great, cool. What? I've never heard this. I've never heard of anything on <laughs> earth that you're not supposed to preheat. What? Really? 
Yeah. Maybe that's just how I do. Yeah, no, yeah, it definitely is. I, I will say that sometimes I don't preheat, but it's exclusively when I'm drunk and I'm cooking a frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I'll do in the tub, and I'm not proud of this, I like that water like scalding hot. And I'll I'll throw it all the way on hot, and I'll get in, and I'll enjoy it, and my skin gets red, and I can feel myself dying slowly, and it's great. <laughs> And then the water will just cool down a little bit and I'll say, nope. And I'll turn the hot water back on and I'll drain the tub at the same time. So I'm constantly refilling myself at like a low boil. Yep. Yep. That's, I, that I just like that. Cause I like the sound of running water. Yeah. But you can't it, it gets, it gets up. weird when the moment you turn off the tap, there's the eerie quiet just of, of, of the bathroom all of a sudden. I don't like that. Definitely creeping up the list on my priorities for house number two for me is uh bathtub I can fit in. That's going to be a big one. I got to get, I got to get on that Keith level. Big bathtub. Yeah. But uh, I think, I think a lot of fill up. I think more lie. for me would be like, uh, like two shower heads to get like full coverage. Ooh, I got three. You got three. Oh, I did know this. That's dope. That's right. dope. Yeah. Two at a time. I would love that though. Yeah, like, I, I at least need the front shower and I need the rainfall on the top. So I just awesome. need at least two. That'd be I awesome. got that, but you got to have the, the uh, handheld one too, you know? Oh, so you can get, <laughs> off, get all the way underneath there? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, your undercarriage. Well, that and sometimes it's nice to have a constant stream but then like a handheld one way you can focus on like the top of your head you really want that hair nice and wet you know what i mean so i take it you've got you've got an epic bathroom sween's got an epic bathroom um i guess it's something for me to, sh- to look forward to whenever i'm i don't know i've been watching too much hgtv lately so frankly you know the idea of like yeah i could fix up a house I feel like I could do it and I could, I could, I could, you know, do the property brothers proud. Um, and, and, and make that dream bathroom come to life. But sadly now, nope, not happening. And baths are a rare thing to happen around here. Well, that's because you, you hate the silence. I hate the silence. True. So play some music. And so play, play some nice, some nice soothing music while you take a bath. I like the idea of a playlist called like tub songs and it has two B's and a Z. There are showers that double as like uh, bidets, um, steam <laughs> or, or steam rooms. I guess a steam room could be a bidet of sorts, depending how steamy it gets. Ooh, I would be down with that. I love a good steam. I love a good steam. I mean, every I, I, shower I, is a bidet if you can do a headstand. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's. A good I mean, one. I wouldn't recommend it. That's how you break your neck. But or or if you have one of those those uh, handle shower handle head shower heads like we were talking about. Well, yeah, Just, you got to be careful. That's a lot of hot water. What what setting do you stick it on when you turn it upside down on yourself? The one that goes. Oh whoa whoa no that's that's I got a sensitive butthole I guess. Hang on, I'll go get Marissa and ask her. All right. I, would, I mean, I would it, do, I, in general, in general, I am very much like not a, not a really like um, pulse, the pulse massage pulse, yeah. not a massage pulse. I'm very much like either rainfall or like just straight constant, but with like a little pressure. 
So like a jet stream or rain. I like the pulse. I like I like a little bit of the punch. Are we straight hey, on, on the butthole here I, or <laughs> on the scalp? Well, you're I'm called. just saying in general, I, um, I would assume that it would be the same for my butthole. My my handheld has like a stream, like a very narrow stream that's like the same diameter as a standard butthole. Whoa. And, and What's it, the diameter it, of and a because it's so <laughs> I, you just kinda eyeball, you know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't it like zero until <laughs> Something's going in or out of there. You tell me, Mr. <laughs> Butthole Expert. Um, <laughs> I'm asking questions. I'm not pretending to be an expert here. <laughs> Very much a student. <laughs> yes. But notes. because it's because it's so focused and narrow, it comes off it comes out very hard, right? Yes. So you gotta be careful. That's, you know what I mean? That's you gotta be careful. I'm that's just Googling major. this. The anal canal is 2.5 to 4 centimeters. Oh, what time is it? Somebody bring me a mirror. 